Lulus. Welcome back. It's Haruka again. And today I wanted to talk to you again in the Frugal Financial series on wasteful question mark things that I will invest in. And wasteful in the sense that it's not an essential. I can definitely get by and get by very comfortably and happily without these items. I'm going to talk through six main categories and get started with kind of a fun one. So skincare and hair care, I think that it's obvious by how I structure this podcast where the first series ever was minimal makeup that I enjoy these things. I actually, I prefer makeup to skincare, hair care, but because the results are far less obvious and it's harder to tell what the heck is going on. And it's also harder to show the world that you don't care what it thinks. Do I sound like an angsty 13 year old yet? That's the desired effect, obviously. I don't think that skincare and hair care is actually important. I think that there are plenty of people in this world who've lived long and healthy lives, who have not spent their time building a 10 product empire in either direction, and who have beautiful skin at the age of 90, and I think that's fantastic. Yes, I will keep buying sunblock, and yes, I will keep buying moisturizer and some sort of other cream, oil, serum type combination. I still have no idea what I'm doing in this realm. I'm also testing out different kinds of hair products, but I'm staying on the lower end. But still, if I want to pick up that jojoba oil from Trader Joe's, I'm going to allow myself to do that. I know they smell bad. I haven't tried it yet, so wish me luck. But these are some things that I'm trying to work my way through and really figure out my hair type, if I can transition sustainable in any way. So just use one product, use shampoo bars, conditioning bars. I'm working towards finding the right products so that I minimize my products. It's pointed towards frugality um, and sustainability, but I am experimenting a little bit and trying not to feel guilty about it. So next category is workout and wellness tools. And one fairly stupid purchase I made recently in this category is protein powder. Do I weight lift at the gym every single day? No, the gym is not even open, but that's really not what's stopping me here. I am not the type who needs it, but I use the protein powder as inspiration and also kind of a feminist statement in a way, obviously because I'm extra and even if no one is looking, I need to make a statement. So that's kind of the purpose, but I got the cheaper item that was cheaper by $2 or something, but it tastes horrible. It's like a berry mix and I will try a vanilla or a chocolate flavored type down the road i try those like super small packs and i will use it up i'm very determined but it's just so miserable and horrible but i will make it happen and this is also rooted in the fact that i know my mom she was a runner not a professional runner but a local half marathon or something runner and she really believes in protein powder despite not believing in most other luxurious things so I figured I'd give it a shot and then workout equipment so as you know my gym is not open but that's not what's stopping me from working out but what does encourage me to work out is having these tools that I need to figure out I would love to have free weights if I can at my disposal but they're very hard to transport and as you know I'm moving soon so I don't need to harp on that any more than I already have so I figured resistance bands would be great. And I was thinking of those pink purpley ones that Chloe Tingmar gets, that kind of resistance band, because that was all I knew. But my friend, who's more into working out than I am, who also possessed a ginormous jar of protein powder, might I add, he picked out for me for Christmas resistance bands that are fantastic. And obviously I didn't spend my money on it, but it's still in this category of thing that sure, it's not a necessity and I could just do body weight workouts and that would be perfectly more than hard enough for me. 
but it's really fun to try to figure out how to do these workouts and laugh at myself when I screw up and when I make strange poses that my body's not supposed to do and suffer. So yeah, I find it enjoyable and a good learning experience. Girls gotta love a challenge. I don't really know what I'm saying anymore. Moving on. So next category is towels and sheets. This is a little bit of a weird one because I can't throw away towels and sheets. And so I had to push myself to throw out a Um, bedding that did not fit my bed size to throw out a pillow that was not needed because I've accumulated pillows that people have left it's kind of weird but I don't really care I dry them in the sun and that's my method of sanitation for pillows I mean they've been fine Uh, well I'll dry them in the sun for a good bit and make sure there's like nothing wrong with them and then I'll use them I don't know and towels and sheets obviously I'll wash them but I have use secondhand sheets. I think it's sustainable. I don't know, as long as you wash it through, there's nothing wrong about it. Okay, actually there is nothing wrong about it because if you think about it, hotels, you're reusing sheets. I mean, you better not be using new sheets every time you stay at a hotel. Some random stranger slept on it and the only thing that's been done to it is washing. So it's not weird and I am adamant that it is not. I always use whatever I have. They're probably not the best quality for my hair in terms of towels or in terms of sheets. Like, they're not the most comfortable and I don't really care. But I need to work on not keeping more. So next time I move, if I'm moving locally, I'll keep, like, the Twin XL that I have if I need it. But otherwise, I'm going to make myself throw it away and pick up a new set, especially if I'm moving far. This really is the category of thing that does not make sense to transport. So I'm going to allow myself to repurchase these things, even though it's wasteful, because I really cannot continue breaking my back, lugging around bed sheets and bedding and towels and comforters and all that stuff. I actually don't really have an official comforter, I just layer on mini blankets, but I can't, I can't do that anymore. So this category actually excites me a lot because I love the thought of new bedding. I walked through a Macy's when I was a... I think a sophomore in high school and the way I accumulating my bedding it was from different places and it went together really well and I loved it but it was layers of blankets and I always dreamed of a comforter so I there was this bedding set that was on sale that I loved I already had bedding and there was no need but I still think about that bedding set sometimes it's a run-of-a-mill Macy's average bedding set y'all but it was beautiful she's beautiful I still think about her okay so The next category is related to creativity, and it's a camera if I start YouTube. Let's throw in this category, any related equipment. So a lapel mic, I don't know what those are, lapel mic, or you know those little mic-y things that you stick on your shirt? Maybe that, but probably not even. I'll probably just get an an iPhone uh, stand or tripod and start there. If that carries on for longer than six months, maybe I'll consider investing in a camera that's blog style that has a flip out thing. I don't know. I've started paying attention to what cameras YouTubers use. So, you know, I'm digging myself in the hole. But this is something that I'm really interested in. But also I know, realistically speaking, because I do want whatever I do to be, you know, entertaining for me. And for me, entertainment involves being successful, unfortunately. So, yeah, I want to build this up in a way that is meaningful and to do so I want to be able to produce quality work 
and to produce quality work i'm going to need to learn editing so it kind of needs to happen in conjunction with everything else but i mean the dream is of course to have a youtube channel and to have editing i think people use final cut pro when they're actually real i probably won't purchase that for a while the dream you know just thought i'd throw this out here I've noticed that a lot of people in my social networks have started YouTube videos and that's super cool and I kind of wish I could too because yeah, there are a lot of things that kind of scare me about the YouTube world, like the fact that I'm not a white girl with a pretty face and yeah, it's going to be very, very challenging to draw people to my platform because I don't have a particular talent. So we'll see. We'll see. Girl can dream. Moving on. Books. So this is something that is wasteful because I do fundamentally believe in buying books. I think that books exist in a different dimension and you just got to invest in them. That said, I have more books than I can read. I'm borrowing a couple books from a friend as well right now. And I do not need more books, which is why it's wasteful. But that said, I want to be able to support, the best way for me to support local businesses is to support bookstores, and the best way to support bookstores is by buying books in my book. (laughs) So I would like to continue buying books, but hopefully I will be able to either buy books for other people because it's a book that's meaningful to them, or read at an infinitely faster pace and learn so much more while I'm an adult and working and not just get sucked into academic reading because that may not be my life next year but maybe we'll see I guess let's say I'm lucky if I have any job at all moving on so last category is kind of a random one it's glass tupperware or stainless steel containers or stasher bags so I know this is a very specific category but basically I want to invest in better reusable food items because I actually use these a lot and I use plastic because that's what I have right now. I don't feel like spending any more money than I already have. If I'm being honest, I haven't spent all that much money on kitchenware yet, but I figured I'd just wait till I move and when I move. I'm planning to continue meal prepping just because it's so efficient. It makes sense. I like it. Well, I like it in the sense that I like not having to worry about meals, having everything planned out. And I think that glass Tupperware will help make that a safer, less BPA-filled experience. Similar things go for stainless steel. I know those are pricier, but, you know, aspiring to be sustainable and actually very much driven by the capitalist mechanism. Nothing wrong with capitalism. Or, well, a lot of things are wrong with capitalism. But stainless steel containers just have this quality. That's a friend's reference, by the way. This quality, just irreplaceable. It's bougie for no reason. Like, I could use a glass Tupperware, I could use a plastic container for the same purpose and it'll be fine. But it's on my list of things to invest in. Similarly, stasher bags. So I've heard a lot of praise for stasher bags specifically, not just any reusable bags. I just reuse normal plastic bags. But I've heard that they last longer, they're better for you, etc, etc. So I would definitely be interested in investing in stasher bags. Not really in the books right now, it just doesn't seem like the right investment at the moment. Stay tuned! If I try them out, I will definitely let you know how that goes. So those are the main category of wasteful question mark things that I will invest in. I'd love to hear what sort of things that you think people may consider wasteful that you will be investing in. Thanks so much for tuning in today. I think I'm going to wrap up here. Can't wait to talk to you again soon. Bye, my See you later.